We've always had room in our hearts for film and TV Not just on Netflix, but tape and disc and theaters Also, God forbid that they take it all away And leave us nothing to broadcast to loyal listeners We'll binge-watch every single movie So you don't have to, what else are we here for? Coming to you every week, listen to us while you're busy Luckily, we forgot to grow up Hey everybody, it's Craig. Hey, it's Scott. And there's no Andrew this week because he is off doing Andrew-type things, kind of. It's a pretty insensitive way to put that. Yeah, I was going to say our condolences to Kendall's family. Yeah, <laughs> that's unfortunate. So Andrew will be will be Absent out this, this week. week. So we figured we would do a very Scott and Craig-style episode in which we play a game of Guess That Top 100 Movie according to IMDb's Top 100 Movies list. And yes, I thought this would be very fitting for the two of us. That's such a I, yeah, it's such a catchy title too. Yeah, it, it fits in the. Uh, <laughs> it'll be really good for our title at <laughs> the end, exactly. like our edition of you know. Yeah. So that's why I was thinking of it too, because like shark movies is not quite as cool. Not as SEO friendly, <laughs> to be honest. A lot about documentaries. Shark Week was like two weeks ago. Yeah, <laughs> we've missed out on it. That's basically it. Yeah. Greatest movies of all time. Always a good thing. Always yep. a good thing. Uh, and I thought it'd be funny seeing the two of us like read different descriptions and see which exactly. one of us can like. What if we get any? If we get them all right, it won't be as much fun. It'll be more fun if we get some of these wrong. It's almost we'll like see. it's almost like uh, playing the bad movie synopsis game, except yes. we're just reading <laughs> synopsis of movies. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's why because sometimes when I because uh, I um, I'm on IMDb a lot reading these different descriptions, especially for like TV episodes. Of, in particular in tv shows they have the worst descriptions yeah and so i just like so vague so off and so like i just thought it'd be funny to see what the top 100 has how like memorable some of these are to the two of us especially since we have very i want to say very different but s- slightly different ours our movie like knowledge is definitely slightly then diagrammed but it's yep. definitely not completely over no it's not a circle <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So that's why I thought this would be kind of fun to see where we can, what movies fall kind of in the, the, the middle of the Venn diagram for us and which ones fall on either side of it for us. And so. it's almost like playing which movies in the top 100 have you actually seen. That's the other part that's fun to it too. So, so. you can go ahead and start. Okay. Well, this is going to be slightly tough. So we said we'd go by description, and we're going to try to eliminate any like character names or anything that might give it as give it away as a dead giveaway. Uh, so I've got the first one up that just kind of came to my screen. Uh, so the description is: a Phoenix secretary embezzles forty thousand dollars from her employer's client, goes on the run, and checks into a remote motel run by a young man under the domination of his mother. Oh! Oh no! see and like i like this one is because it's i can't remember the name of the movie yeah you and you know what it is Ah. and that's that's how i kind of felt when i came across this one and reading it i'm like yeah no i'd probably maybe forget which one this one was too (laughs) i can't remember the name of the movie should i give you some hints i can remember the name of the tv show (laughs) the tv show is called bates motel the movie's not called bates motel is it no it's not no but you're on the you're on the right i know i know that's what it is (laughs) Oh, Alfred Hitchcock. Oh, man. 1960. That's still not helping. There was a remake in the 90s that had Vince Vaughn. Still not. That's a weird. 
<laughs> trivia fact about it. Why? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just telling you. I just know these things. That's all. It's not. This wasn't even one that was written down. I just I'm, know I'm that for gonna, some random I'm reason. I'm not gonna get the title of the movie. Okay. I, it's I, Psycho. Yeah. See, and American yep. Psycho came to mind, but I was like, that's not the same movie. Nope, but you're close. You would have been close. But yeah, Psycho. And I'm going to forgive you on this one. Well, slightly, because you got Bates Motel, right? So it's like, well, you knew exactly what I was talking about. Just you couldn't peg this classic. So I thought that was this is very fitting for this game, I thought. So it's exactly what I wanted to happen. Okay, <laughs> I got one for you now. Alrighty. This one falls in slightly lower on the list than the movie you gave me. Had it won an Oscar. And has okay. four Oscar nominations. That's all the hints I'm going to get you. All right. <clears throat> has 8.3 stars. After discovering a mysterious artifact buried beneath the surface, mankind sets off on a quest to find its origins with help from other intelligence. Oh, wow. That is so vague. Right? <laughs> I, I intentionally removed a couple things. Not, okay. that, I th not that I think it would help. Uh, would no, you would you like a, would you like a couple hints? Uh, give me, uh, yeah, give me a little something. So I'm so like hint number one, yeah. 149 minute runtime. Okay, so so it's just, a long ass movie. It's a longer movie. Yeah. Hint number two, iconic soundtrack. My. This, my mind immediately went to Armageddon when you said that, but I'm like, that has nothing to do with alien life. Um, or intel. What was the. I what? said other intelligence. Other intelligence, yes. So that's. Oh, what movie do they go looking for stuff? Okay. I'm going to maybe just make a stab. I think at I took it. you in the wrong direction. I feel like I, I, feel like <laughs> I very well hid this movie. I think so too, but I might, I might <coughs> surprise you. I'm going to go with a random one. Okay. Um, the abyss no would you like the answer would you like one more hint maybe you'll get it after this okay i'll take one more hint. directed by I... stanley kubrick okay is it uh 20 uh or 2001 it's 2001 a space odyssey yeah. space odyssey okay yeah. that's <laughs> i don't know i didn't think that before abyss <laughs> i don't know i had to leave a couple things out because they yeah no it's fair they that's put, fair uh, in the description they put with help from an intelligent supercomputer, HAL 9000, I was like, that gives the yeah, whole friggin' yeah, thing that away. Gives, that does give it all away. So that's why I like that you left it. Cause, so I went the abyss because I know at the end they've got the, like, they meet the one, like, uh, water life thing. So I was like, okay, I'll go that way. I think that's on here. It's a James Cameron movie. Uh, but yeah, that makes sense too. As soon as you said Stanley Kubrick, I'm like, yeah, no, that's that one. Yeah, right. it's the only Stanley Kubrick movie you can name, right? <laughs> uh, probably. Um, oh. Ooh. I can't name any other ones. This is well. This worth. Well, I think it's worse for me because I definitely read a book by him, where he talked about some of his movies, <sighs> or maybe it was by his daughter talking about him. But yeah, no, I should know more about him. Considering I definitely read one of those like coffee table books from the library on him. Yeah. Uh, and I'm definitely just forgetting what because in my defense he kind of over not overlaps but his time period overlaps with some other very iconic directors yes. so i get their stuff mixed up a little bit so that's going to be my lame excuse <laughs> while i scroll around and try to find another one for you to guess that okay i'm just doing kind of a random scroll down uh okay i kind of like the idea of going with this uh, this one yeah okay should i give you a couple of hints first like you gave me my hints were garbage 
a little bit. I told um, you about the Oscar nominations. Yeah, which just doesn't help at all. This one's got one Oscar and nine Oscar nominations. Okay, I'll so just throw that out. Slightly it's more a, iconic than 2001 A Space Odyssey. Slightly, yes. Uh, it's got a 8.3 rating on IMDb hmm. with 100 on Metacritic, according to this. Um, so, yes, the description is, following the death of a publishing tycoon, reporters scrambled to uncover the meaning of his final utterance. So I left out a couple names and uh, what he utters. <laughs> and so in your defense, if you don't get this, I've never seen this movie. I, uh, but I it is a classic. I don't think <laughs> I'm going to get it based on that. Okay. It is, a, it is, to this day, still considered a classic by most people. And, like, well, again, it's on this top list, obviously. So um, I'm trying to give more hints. Um, yeah, I'll just... Orson Welles, um, he directed and starred in it. I don't know. I'm not going to get it. Yeah, it's it's Citizen Kane. Oh, yeah, I've never seen it. <laughs> I had to leave out the name of um, Ch uh, Charles Kane, uh, and he utters a rosebud, which I don't know if rosebud would have helped you. That uh, I've never seen this, so I wouldn't have got it. But I would have, I think I would have, the Kane, the Charles Kane one, I think, might have given it a little bit more away, because that was the, na the name of the pi publishing tycoon. Uh, yeah, Craig... Uh, next time I won't go with another classic just to give you a chance. <laughs> that would be very <laughs> nice since I haven't. Uh... Yeah. And I, like I said, in your defense, I hadn't seen this one either. I just thought it was funny because I did the random scroll and that's what came up. I'm getting a lot of these older ones coming up on mine. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much been the, the entire thing. I'm trying to find a movie that I understand enough that I'd be able to give a good description on it. All right. Mm -hmm. I've got one for you. It's okay. fairly low on the list. Um, I'm not going to give you the era because that gives far too much away. Yeah, that, that gives it a lot away. <laughs> but it never won an Oscar, which I'm actually kind of shocked about since I've heard lots of really good things about this film. Okay, so now I know that it's an Oscar snub potentially. Yeah. Okay. A mentally unstable veteran works a nighttime job in an East Coast town when, where the perceived decadence and sleaze fuels his urge for violent action by attempting to liberate, liberate a presidential campaign worker and an underage sex worker. That's Taxi Driver. Damn it. I love Taxi Driver. <laughs> that one's actually, like, that's one of my favorite Robbie De Niro I figured, movies. I figured I'd give you, yeah. a, I'd give you an easy one. That was a pretty easy one. Uh, that's... Yeah, and I think, but I think you did a good way of covering it up a little bit, you know, not saying New York, I'm assuming, is what the, yeah, when you I, said East I Coast left, Town. I left, <laughs> I even tried to disguise the size of the city, but it yeah. didn't work. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that one, again, that, yeah. that one's a tough one, because if any movies ever copied that, I would never be able to guess those movies. <laughs> <laughs> if that makes any kind of sense. Definitely. Uh, okay. Apparently, I went the wrong way on this. What did I rate? Oh, that's why. I, see, I switched my order by a rating, and I shouldn't have done that because ratings always have, you know, um, recency bias. So all the other, all the <laughs> more recent stuff is at the top. Yeah. Okay. So now that I've stalled long enough. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, I don't want to give you that one. That's not a. It's not a. It's a modern classic, but okay. All right, this one's a little more vague. We've talked about this movie recently, actually. So, uh -oh. the lives of two mob hitmen, a boxer, a gangster, and his wife, and a pair of diner bandits, intertwined in four tales of violence oh, and I got redemption. That immediately. 
Pulp Fiction. <laughs> it is Pulp Fiction. I just liked it because I was like, it's modern enough. The one I had before was Schindler's List, and I'm like, I don't need, I'm not a change, you know, German occupied Poland into anything else. <laughs> yeah, there's been a couple I've scrolled by because I've been like, I don't know if I can change that enough that it disguises it. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> That's what I'm like, what? I, I don't know, I'm supposed to change Aragon in this to travel across whatever. <laughs> I don't think I need to change anything about this description. Okay. Two Oscars. Two Oscars. It's crime, really. <laughs> All right, you ready? Uh, yes. Jerry's inept crime falls apart due to his and his henchmen's bungling and his persistent police and the persistent police work of the quite pregnant Marge. Okay, I think you might have changed the names. And I might have read this one and now forgotten. Wow. <laughs> I think I read this one for you. Is it a older one, like a classic? Uh, it's fairly recent within our lifetime. Okay, within our lifetime. We have done, we've talked about this a lot, but oh. indirectly. Indirectly, okay. Yeah. Ooh, okay, I gotta stay away from, I'm tempted to scroll the list and I don't want to. Do you, do you wanna know this. its general genre? That could help. Crime, drama, thriller. Crime, drama, thriller, okay. Okay, can you just give it to me one more time? Jerry's crime. Jerry's inept crime falls apart due to his and his henchmen's bungling and the persistent police work of the quite pregnant Marge. I can give you a couple actors in it if it helps too. Yeah, go ahead. William H. Macy, Steve Buscemi. Didn't help. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is this Reservoir Dogs? No, it's not. No, okay. I'll give you one more hint. But because it's going to give it away, it doesn't really count. It's a Coen Brothers film. Well, now I'm just like blanking on all of, it, all Coen, of the Coen Brothers, Brothers films. films? But except for Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? It's not Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? <laughs> and I know it's not that because I'm like, that doesn't fit at all. There's no pregnant people in that. Well, that's not true. His wife's technically pregnant in that, but that's still not the point. Um, just, I'm not getting this one. Fargo. Fargo. That, I did read that. I started to read that one. Uh, before I gave you the last one I gave you, and that's I didn't read the whole description, yeah. but I remembered the, I left the crime part. I so had I was like, to I leave know. the last names out because yeah. otherwise it gives it away. Because mm -hmm. they're they've got like Nordic names and in, in that whole story. So yeah, I almost gave that to you before I gave you the second one. <laughs> I probably wouldn't have got it. I watched the whole TV show, but I did not watch the movie, so I wouldn't have got it. <laughs> That's fair. Okay, now I'm trying to find another one. Um, okay, I like this one. So a former general sets out to exact vengeance against the corrupt leader who murdered his family and sent him into slavery I, I didn't i couldn't think of anything else i should have said servitude uh that would have worked better but yeah general yes which i left out the descriptive or the adjective that would describe what type of general or what nation he would be the general of <laughs> and i also changed corrupt leader 
that they call it something else. Hmm. And slavery's a little bit of a hint. Slavery's a little bit of a hint. That doesn't help me. Now you're just sending me off in a completely different direction. <laughs> Slavery is a little bit of a hint. What could that well, mean? I mean, well, in the sense that you then can, you know, decide what era you can take out the modern that it takes place in modern, yeah. more modern era. I'm pretty sure it's old. Sounds. It like was a, made. It was made recently. Though. Sounds like a period piece. It is a period piece. It was made recently slightly recently in our lifetime i should okay, say well that makes a big difference yeah that's that's <laughs> i meant recent in compare like to this list for this list at least <laughs> not that many from the 2000s are in this list um it's by never, ridley scott I, i've never f i've never finished the movie okay it's not gladiator is it it is gladiator. Holy shit. It was a Roman general and a corrupt emperor. And that's why slavery was a little bit of a giveaway because he's <laughs> it was, in slavery to went, be a, a, a gladiator. gladiator yeah. So I was like, maybe, maybe. Yeah, no, you're, you're right on. It wow. was gladiator. That was made in 2000, so that is in our lifetime. Didn't think I was going to Not get that, that recent, though. You're, you're right. You know, still 19 years old at this point, but way to go. <laughs> All right. I thought I did okay covering that one up for the most part. That was that was really good. I've got yeah. one for you. A bored waitress falls in love with an ex-convict, and together they start a violent crime spree through the country. Oh. Why do I kn I know this? I've probably seen this movie. It's not Bonnie and Clyde, it's is it? It's Bonnie and Clyde. It is Bonnie. It is Bonnie okay. and Clyde. I've never seen. As movie. I went, I've seen all the remakes. <laughs> as whatever. I went through it, I was like, "This is giving away more and more and more." <laughs> well, my first thought was Thelma and Louise, and I'm like, "That's not the right one." Not I always get, one. I just get the two, the pair, the duos the mixed pair, up. That's yeah. all. Yeah, the fact that it's a duo and they end some kind of crimes. Well, no, Thelma and Louise doesn't end in a crime spree, does it? I don't know. I can't remember now. <laughs> That's not important at all. Anyways, cool. On to the next thing. <laughs> um, hmm, okay, so I'm trying to find one. I don't want to give you any more classics because I felt like that wasn't fair. Anything okay. on the top 100 is just going to be above my head, so. Okay, I'm going to... Yeah, this is a dead giveaway one. I'm like, I don't even know how to cover this one up. It's <laughs> another name for an archaeologist. <laughs> What's another name for an archaeologist? <laughs> wow. That sounds like an Indiana Jones film. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, which one is it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, this one's going to be slightly tough, uh, but it's one of the first ones from the... like. Again, the modern era. So this one's from the 90s that I could find on my list, at least. Um, so yes, so a janitor at MIT has a gift for mathematics, but needs help from a psychologist to find direction. That one was life. a little bit too easy. That was, was it? Rain Man. I, 
Oh, see your. Oh you're wow! I went. I went. I got all. I got all cocky. What the hell? <laughs> you got very cocky no. there. <laughs> I was like, I haven't seen this movie, so like maybe you saw, it, and that's why it's Goodwill so Hunting. Obvious. It is Goodwill Hunting. See, I confused the two <laughs> because I've never seen Rain Man or Goodwill Hunting. That's my defense, that's and I'm sticking no, to it. That's fair. I might have made that same like mix. I would have probably made a similar mix-up. I would have been like, oh yeah, he. That's that's the guy who takes advantage of him in Rain Man, right? Is that what happens in Rain Man? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's on this list, and we'll find out. <laughs> All right, I've got another older one for you. Okay. I feel like I like the classic. I feel like that's giving it away, but we'll go there. Okay. Um. So, when a beast unleashes chaos on a small community. It's up to a scientist, law enforcement, and an old person to hunt them down. Ooh. I was doing so well, but I had nothing for old person. <laughs> Town elder. That's Town the word elder. I want. Uh, it's funny because like that's I, the part that throws me off. I the feel like I like, nailed this. Uh, you did a good <laughs> job with this one. Won three Oscars. Three Oscars. Ooh. I know, right? It's about a beast getting hunted down by a group of guys. Yes. Including an elderly gentleman. Yes. Town elder, Town scientist, elder. law enforcement. Oh, I feel like that's supposed to stick out so much more to me than it is. <laughs> I'm just, I just have, don't even have a guess. I've gotten rid of a lot of really good... Uh, identifying features 1975 is it dracula it is not dracula is it it was it was it was not it's it is not a period piece in any stretch of the imagination it was okay. set in the time that it was filmed is it the thing no it has arguably groundbreaking well not really groundbreaking but pretty good um really good practical effects um it was at one point released as a 3D film, which was a big deal for a movie of its day. Is it Jaws? It's Jaws. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> you said Beast and I automatically assumed like some kind of alien. Yeah. Or, my next guess was like Predator. Well, or <laughs> the description is when a killer shark unleashes chaos on a beach community. It's up yeah. to a local sheriff, a marine biologist, and an old seafarer to hunt the beast down. Like... <laughs> Yeah, I had no, to change. Great job. I had to change. Great job covering everything yeah. about that description. <laughs> yeah, you did a better job. I would let's see. I would have skipped that one because I'm like that's too much work. <laughs> so that's a good one though. I like that. See, and this is the like this is part of what I like about this game because it's like you said beast and I didn't even think shark even nope. though we talked about sharks at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I just went straight to alien. Yeah, or something that's some not of, from this world, but turns exactly, out, yep. exactly. That's or like you know, Dracula, Dracula, yep. or cause my next guess after that was going to be again like alien and then predator or something like that. But yeah, yeah I like that one. That was a good one. Okay, am I allowed to go around the seventies for you then? Sure. I'm okay. probably not going to get it, but sure. <laughs> what about 1980? 1980, I don't know. It's it's a crapshoot, really. We're going to do a crapshoot on this one. So The Life of a Boxer 
whose violence and temper that lead him to the top in the ring destroy his life outside of it. Sounds like a description for Rocky. Yeah, but that's... Well... Rocky's themes are slightly... I would actually say Rocky's themes are a little bit different because he's not about violence and has a bad temper. He's just... Interesting. Okay. He just has, okay. like... <laughs> I, I don't know when the last time you watched Rocky was. Nope. Okay, a long fair. time. Yeah, uh, so Rocky's more of a, like, you know, he's using it as, yeah, his, as his coming up... as like, you yeah. know, underdog coming up. Yeah, this is more but I figured, this guy's release. I figured it was maybe, like, not Rocky, but... yeah one of these that's sequels. fair oh that's see fair. that's that's what i th but i that could could not that could place fit it. for one of those yeah exactly okay. um okay. beyond that 1980s uh boxing movies yeah you, that's that's where i stop martin Scorsese as director that's still not helping me robert de niro's the boxer just it's raging bull yeah i've never seen it that's why <laughs> neither have i i have this on dvd have not watched it yet <laughs> i've been meaning to though because i like those older robert de niro and i like when he teams up with martin scorsese so uh but yeah no sorry that was just the first more modern one of like a lot of mine are just so like much older do you want to hear the the uh, description for rocky sure so it's a small time boxer it gets a a gets a superiorly, supremely rare chance to fight a heavyweight champion in a bout in which he strives to go the distance for his self-respect. So that's the first Rocky. So yeah, the, the Apollo in that one is like, you know, this champ, and they try to get, you know, just some kind of like pretty much just like a uh, like kind of a warm-up fight in a sense for him, and that's what Rocky's supposed to be, just kind of like this quick you know gets knocked out because he's a nobody kind of deal and rocky's just like no i'm gonna take this chance and knock the champ out and that's what rocky's about got one for you it's fairly yes. fairly recent okay hopefully i've i've thought my entire way out of this i don't want to stumble and say something i'm not <laughs> <laughs> all right two old men lead an allied army to distract from the real purpose of the mission. Well, that's the whole thing. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, two old men. Okay. Huh. As soon as he said that, I went least weapon. Then I'm like, Oh no, they don't lead an army. Um, <laughs> allied army, uh, or part of an ally. What was it? It's Give an allied again? army. Yeah. So an allied army to distract, from the Strike. real mission. From the real mission. Eleven Oscars. Is uh, there's so many war ones, and I'm like, I feel so bad because I'm like, I don't know which one it is. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna throw out some darts. I think uh, I intentionally, I very intentionally led you astray with one <laughs> of those words in there. It's 201 minutes. Okay, I I. This, that makes that kind of reconfirms what I think, which is, is it Saving Private Ryan? It is not. I could okay. not come up with a way to re-describe Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> so I've completely <laughs> skipped over it. That's fair. That's fair. So we're on to a different war movie, which limits my ability, um, <laughs> my knowledge. Um, this film came so out how in, modern? It okay. came out in 2003. Okay. But uh, it is uh, not based in 2003. No, I didn't think so. 
You said Allied Army. I assumed that was World War Two, right? I know that was also intentional. <laughs> oh, <laughs> ah. <laughs> See, this just screws up my whole like. I don't even. I don't even know now then, because I just assumed that because that's the only thing I remember from history class. <laughs> yep, that was intentional. <laughs> the Allies and the Axis. Were we in the same history class, Craig? <laughs> no, we were not. Mine was in French. I thought so. I wasn't sure if that was still one of those classes or not. I couldn't remember which classes you guys started to cross over at. <laughs> this has um, 8.9 stars. Yeah, makes sense. Ele- with all the Oscars. 11 Oscar nominations. 11 Oscars. Oh, God. So it won every single one it got nominated for. Oh, is this, is this Lord of the Rings Return, Return of, the of the King? King. So my next hint was going to be Sir Ian McKellen. And that was going to give it away for you. Yeah. I get, this, no, this is funny again because the old men, the two old men thing definitely threw me off. And then what got it for me was the fact that I was like, oh, they were. <laughs> I read that one. That was one of the ones I skipped yeah. over, yeah. which was a good, good part on you for going back to that. Uh, and just like. <laughs> again, and this, this one had the opposite problem, which was I went realistic. Yeah. And this was fantasy. fantasy. So. Yeah. That's where it got you. So we want to do one more each, and then we'll do uh, what we watched this week. That sounds If you can good. even come up with another one. Because uh, I yes. get to grasping at straws. <laughs> yeah, I've, like, I've been trying to find like a modern like a, a modern enough one that I'm like, okay, uh, that I could like work with. And like, there's just, oh, okay. I found one that will be interesting. Uh, okay. So Selfish Yuppie something i can't i'm not gonna come up with a fake name so fake names father left a fortune to his uh son no no to his brother sorry okay i'm gonna restart this a selfish yuppie's father left a fortune to his brother and a pittance to okay so a big inheritance to the one brother and a small one to the other brother and they travel cross country Sorry, I was trying to leave out the names, which now that I'm thinking of it, I'm like, probably were irrelevant. <laughs> you could probably have left them in, since I don't know what this Yeah, so is. Selfish Uppy Charlie's father left a fortune yeah. to his brother Raymond and a pittance to his to Charlie. They travel cross-country. That didn't help. Yeah, no, I didn't think so. I don't know why I was going so <laughs> tough to go around this. Give you a clue, we did talk about this movie. Today? Yes, is it during this one. It's, it's the Coen Brothers movie that I'm not going to remember the name of, isn't it? No. No. Okay. You already guessed this for one of them as well. Jesus. <laughs> well, then I'm just going to guess everything I've guessed. It's not Rain Man, is it? It is Rain oh Man. <laughs> I found Rain Man. I'm like, I can't <laughs> skip Rain Man. <laughs> it was right there. It's right there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that's that was my last one. What do you, do you have a last one? I do. I found one. I like that I'm gonna be able to leave a lot of stuff in this. Okay. A U.S. Army officer serving overseas is tasked with assassinating one of their own. Ooh. Oh. Oh, I got nothing for this one. Just nothing. Huh. So it is. Probably the first R-rated film I've ever watched. Okay. It had it was filmed in 1979. Has okay. has some some names. It has has an older Hollywood star. Past is this, his uh, past is his it, um, prime. Apocalypse now. It is Apocalypse now. Okay. 
the description, I was like, okay, that could have, uh, uh. And then that made sense once you started talking about the old Hollywood star. I was yeah. like, yeah, okay, I know which one yeah, this is. Yeah, it's Marlon Brando. <laughs> it's Marlon Brando. <laughs> Another movie we've talked about semi-recently, yep. too, on the podcast. So exactly. makes sense, though, again, all these top 100. But I really enjoyed that game, and it turned out exactly how I thought it would between us. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> yes, it was. I thought that was... <laughs> it, like I said, I like the fact that like to see what to, where our minds go automatically with these things. I used to play a similar game when I would go to the movies with people. Yeah. Uh, before the internet was a big thing, when you couldn't see trailers on like YouTube every day, I liked going and being like trying to guess what the movie was of the trailer before like the before they show you the card. So you know when you're, you know, ten years ago when you could go and you had never seen a trail the trailer before, it's like oh this is the first time I'm seeing it. Is that the at the movie theater and then it'd be a little more fun to try and guess those ones because again everything wasn't marvel or <laughs> stuff like that so it was a little, little more variety so this yeah. is this reminded me of that a little bit so a little bit that was fun all right yeah. what we watched this week yes do you want to start since you have a slightly longer list sure so um Sometimes we mention YouTube things we watch. We've been at work watching a little bit of the uh, CinemaSin series, and okay. I could not imagine being that fucking picky. Oh, that's why I don't watch that <laughs> yeah. channel. They're too nitpicky, I and I get it. It's part I, of their like gimmick now, but yeah. I just yeah, it's it's I, ridiculous. So, but uh, it's sometimes it's really entertaining. And then mm-hmm. I tried balancing it out by watching cinema wins and that's unwatchable garbage so (laughs) i've never heard of that one it's (laughs) it's the opposite it's a different guy but it's the opposite they pick movies like they don't pick like top yeah like they do some but they don't pick like the the ones that are super popular Mm -hmm. and then they say all the things that are good about it that maybe somebody has talked down so if they did uh, was it was it Batman versus Superman with the uh, yeah. with the must? So they probably would have been like, you know what? Oh, actually, no, that was, look, oh, that was Justice League. It would be yeah. like, oh, it doesn't really look that bad to have the the, the mustache cover. Oh over. god! And then give like reasons why it made sense and stuff like is that. It, so it was just unwatchable because they there's such long explanations. Is it supposed to be like a satire? It's or supposed is it to legit, be the more le- like no, legit. It's, a, it's kind sense. of more legit. It's supposed to be just the direct oh, they, opposite of Cinema Sins. It's pretty okay. terrible. Yeah, I don't like like I feel like both of them are slightly like ingenuine in a sense because they're like Yeah, they're, they're definitely over the top. Yeah, but I get that's part of it and like some people God knows I wish that. I was as I was as, as successful as I Cinema watched Sins. both parts <laughs> of uh everything that's wrong with Attack of the Clones and let me tell you that was entertaining. I never yeah. I had never watched the movie critiquing Anakin's entire approach to life in general <laughs> yeah no because we were kids when we first watched these but it's movies. so much more it, it's fun watching trip. it exactly it's like man it is interesting to critique them as you get older i feel bad <laughs> for hayden christensen because like his script was terrible yeah and he didn't have the guts to stand up to george lucas because it was george, george lucas, lucas yeah exactly whereas like harrison ford had to like the luckiness of George Lucas having not made his name quite as big. He had a little bit of a name because of American Graffiti, but not, not Star Wars George Lucas. What a Lucas. weird freaking movie. But also Harrison yeah. Ford was in American Graffiti, so yes. that helps too. That yeah, helps. and Harrison Ford's Harrison Ford. Exactly. So. <laughs> he's, been, he's, in, he's in a lot of good stuff, so whatever. Yeah. Um, let's see. Well, I watched probably an episode or two of Designated Survivor. Still going to nice. keep plucking away at it. 
Yeah. Uh, it's too bad Andrew's not here this week because I started watching Bad Blood Season 2. And <laughs> it's better than I thought it was going to be. Because, okay, like, the good. first season is, is all, like, loosely historically based. Yes. And then the second season starts off in present day. So then they're just making stuff up. Okay, that's kind of. But I give them a ton a of intriguing. credit for their filming locations. They are nailing it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Very Canadian. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh. Are they? Yeah. Are they doing accurate ones or just like pretending there was Winnipeg's so, in Toronto or vice there, versa? There was so much footage of freaking Hamilton. <laughs> that's great. I, I was going to see myself drive by, like. Yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious i think about that sometimes when you see like on the news the uh, prime minister like going down like taking his motorcade down wherever or somebody coming to like the parliament and they always go down rideau street so i'm yeah. like oh yeah no maybe i was out on the street when that happened <laughs> i might <laughs> have been right there i might have <laughs> been <laughs> so i started that but maybe i'll save that for when i get back from uh from vacation to further discuss the merits of bad blood season two um yeah watched... andrew a lot more to add to that exactly <laughs> i watched a little bit more trailer park boys still love that show right on it's funny you say that because my brother legit has binge watched it over the last week <laughs> has watched almost the entire series and i'm like craig's almost done for a season or something like that i'm on the third <laughs> season thank you very much okay I, like... I wasn't sure i it was tough for me to keep up with how many you're watching at a time you know so I... I wasn't sure because there's I they're weird length seasons I'm... too yeah i bulk watch them if i'm bored okay so like okay. if I don't feel like watching something as heavy as Designated Survivor or Bad Blood, I'll put it on just as like background noise. Like yesterday, I watched fair, Trailer yeah. Park Boys and played Mario Kart, and oh, it was fantastic. Call, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you put that you on the background. Describe my brother's life. Yeah. <laughs> put that on the background. Listen to J Rock talk forever. And yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's what he does while playing phones on his or games on his phone. Yeah. Exactly. Phones on his game. Phones on his game. <laughs> um sam and i watched a couple movies this weekend um following the wedding we watched uh john tucker must die which i haven't seen in a while and seem to remember was better than it is (laughs) Uh, well again i feel like as we age our yeah like i saw it not that long ago too though oh fair okay it was like a couple years but i obviously remember it being better than i thought or maybe you just didn't pay attention before. Maybe. I feel like since we've started I this, most I it. pay way more attention to like the quality of movies. Yes. A lot more since we've like started doing this. We have to talk more about it other than, oh, yeah, that was good. And I have to try and actually come up with a little bit yeah. more to say. It makes me think more. Like I pay a little more attention to movies now. So maybe that's what it is. You just have a little more of the eye for it or the ear for being like, this isn't as good. Or maybe just your comedy has grown since then too. Like, maybe. I know mine has in the last three years at least. Like, you know, who I, like I was the biggest Kevin Hart fan three years ago. Now I'm like, oh yeah, he came to town. What a fun little segue! I watched. Yep. We we also watched The Upside this weekend. Oh, nice. That one I'm curious to see. Brian Cranston and Kevin Hart. And yes. if you are intending to watch it, I would say do it because it is, it is a good movie. I've only um, heard good things. It's based off of a French movie. Yes, called The Untouchables or. Yeah. Yes. It was, it was I the Untouchables. So. That's how it was released in America, mm-hmm. at least. Um, mm-hmm. So, the most impressive thing about this movie is that I didn't hate Kevin Hart. The second most impressive, impressive yeah. thing about this movie is that Brian Cranston plays a quadriplegic really well. 
Yeah, well, that's good. Like, not e- like I can't imagine how difficult it would be to to be a guy who can't feel anything from his neck down for an entire movie. Oh, I could not do that role. He I'm does literally it really well. Twitching my leg right now. <laughs> exactly. He played it. He played it really well. That's good. No, that's not, and I'm not even that surprised because it's well, it's, it's Brian Cranston. Cranston so he's just like, exactly. He's great, but that is that is still nice to see because that'd be something I'd find distracting, like in a movie about that. If I saw like you know too much movement on his like upper body or in his arms or anything like that, I'd be like, oh, okay, come. But the fact that he didn't, was dedicated to it didn't yeah. look like anything at all. Like they, for all I know, they just knocked out everything below his neck the entire time because that's basically what it looked like yeah well I, I hope for his sake they didn't give him something to do that <laughs> the comedy was not awful either so that was okay all very positive um the last thing that we've watched is we started this docuseries called the family have you seen this thing on the netflix i have not i've been it's laxing on my netflix lately it is a political documentary about a okay like a shadow christian organization behind the u.s okay, government i'm vaguely remembering like scrolling past this now maybe i like don't know how much of thing. it's true but i've never heard of this thing before so that's one thing i find tough about these netflix documentaries sometimes i'm like uh that's where i have a tough time with actually all documentaries i question their methodology it like, depends I on re- what it's about if it's about yes. a thing if it's about a thing where there's an agenda to you yeah. lying to me then yeah, that's fair, yeah. I have a different take on it. But that's, if it's a documentary fair, yeah. about a endurance run in Tennessee, then I'm pretty sure all your facts are straight. Yeah, no, I agree. And those, it's funny you say that because I watched one like that. <laughs> I've watched all like the fit, the, the CrossFit ones where I'm like, you know, I know what CrossFit is. <laughs> they can't lie to me about this. <laughs> exactly. But that's all I watched this week. It's, it was an interesting, the first episode was really freaking captivating. Huh. And then I I don't know. I just don't know how to take the the series. That's fair. And I feel some documentaries are like that. They're just kind of they sit in a weird way on you cuz you're like, "Okay, I've absorbed this information. I don't know quite what I'm supposed to do with it now almost." <laughs> like like I feel like I should act on it maybe or like I feel like I need, for me it's I feel like I need to be like sometimes be like discrediting it. Like, "No, this they they did this wrong." Like I've only yeah. taken like 4 years of science but i know that this isn't the proper way to do science there's no way to fact check this thing though yeah that's fair yeah and it's got like some that's the thing with like ones about people that are a little bit more like that like uh, Like it's all interviews and then there's like positive interviews about it negative interviews about it and mm -hmm. then there's like some footage that you're like how in the world did you even get this footage Um, yeah and and that's where I struggle with it too, because it's a lot like a lot of interviews, and it's like, oh, I'm supposed to just trust these people? Like, am I the only person who assumes everybody's lying first, and then after that decides if they're telling the truth or not? Is that just me? Like, yeah. especially just, if you're on TV, it's like, well, no, they they just wanted attention potentially. Like, that's why they made up a lie. That's a for, that's a great reason to make up a lie. Like, exactly. so that's it's, where I struggle with them. Yeah, I will reserve judgment until we finish it and then decide what. No, that's fair too. It yeah. actually is. Maybe I'll do some Wikipedia research when it's finished and see what happens mm-hmm. yeah and i wouldn't say that like this is slight i am slightly generalizing about documentaries and docuseries yeah. no i this just want those in, are those, like yeah. most documentaries i watch i'm like yeah you're probably right this one i have no idea 
Oh, that's fair. Yeah, and that's where you get into the, the weird thing with like the organization stuff. Or, exactly. Like, yeah, like that's why I've watched the Scientology ones either yet, because I'm like, I don't know how much of this I can trust from either way, because it's it is that weird one where they kind of have an agenda, but it's also not the same type of agenda that I know how to read. Like I can read like ones that are profit based or stuff like that like politically based yeah but when it's a little bit more religious based i'm like ah that motivation's a little bit beyond my scope of being able to like eh, i don't quite know i don't really know <laughs> uh, but yeah that sounds interesting that's, that's it that's all we watched this week okay. it was pretty busy yeah. yeah we had a busy we we all had a busy week with the wedding in there exactly in between so yeah, mine's a pretty short list, too, because I didn't get back till Sunday, back home till, like, Sunday evening, and I had to do all the other stuff, or Sunday. Well, I got back early Sunday, but that's not, we're not talking about that. We're talking about the fact that I have a short what I watched this week list. Short list. Uh, yeah, so the first thing I have on my list is um, I watched Sebastian Maniscalco. Sebastian Maniscalco? Yes. I watched the Why Would You Do That, his uh, older one that just got recently added to Netflix, Yeah. Uh, his older special. And I, I just love it. I love that guy because I, I like his just like kind of he's kind of rude in a sense to people like yeah. sense, and he's got like no patience almost for people. And I'm like, oh, I love it. I'm I can't the same sit way. down and watch him all at once. Like I can't finish all, an entire one of his specials at once. Okay, is it too too much in a sense for you? It's a little just bit, he does the same stick the entire time. That's fair. I definitely enjoyed his newer one more than I enjoyed that one because it did feel a little more. It felt more of a shtick in the this one than his newer one that I watched. I'll I could see what you mean, but I enjoy his shtick too. If that makes sense. Yeah. Well, if <laughs> yeah. You, if you exactly, if you're into yeah. it, it doesn't wear on you, but exactly well no and i this is only like the second special of his i've watched so i could understand where if i watch the rest of his which i'm assuming he's got a bunch because i always hear like comedians whose podcasts i listen to always say him like you know what i mean they refer to him a lot and i'm like okay i gotta check this guy out i don't usually because I, as you saw before i have trouble pronouncing his name sebastian maniscalco <laughs> i mean look him it's up that on last one sebastian i can say <laughs> it's the the Maniscalco, I was like, I don't, am I, it looked too, like, obvious, but at the same time, like, I don't know. He's Italian, too, so I'm like, am I supposed to put an accent? Italian, and he's from Chicago. Yes. Those um, are both things he talks about a lot. <laughs> Those are just sticks. <laughs> so he's only got two, uh, two comedy oh, albums on, he just Spot has the, on Spotify. Oh, okay. He has Aren't You Embarrassed, which is the, uh, yeah. the one that was on Netflix. And then... He's got, why would you do that? Okay, so I have seen both of th those two, at least. So maybe those are the only two major ones he had. I thought he had more because I had heard so many of the, um, so many comedians talk about how big of, like, stadiums he does. And I was like, okay, that means he's big. I assumed he had more specials, but maybe he, maybe he just does a lot of touring. Maybe he's one of those Or big that's tours. just all that's on Spotify. Fair, yes. And there's other ones that he, um... And there's other ones that he's done that we don't have. Like he did, he's playing TD Garden. So yeah, he's doing. Um, yeah, yeah, Bell's, he's doing well for himself. Bell Center, Canadian Tire Center, United Center. He's playing hockey arenas. Mm -hmm. Like yeah, NHL arenas. <laughs> not, yeah, not that's the, what I was hearing Not them the Meridian yeah. Center. Yeah. The uh, <laughs> there's the St. Catharines shout out. He's playing the he's playing the NHL arenas. But anyway. Yep. 
so yeah so he's doing pretty well for himself so that's why i assumed he had more specials but i'm like i'm just doing a quick like look online i'm not seeing like too many other ones i see like sebastian live from like 2008 that's the next closest thing it looks like he also appeared on vince vaughn's wild west comedy show or like things popping up under his movies but yeah no i i get what you mean uh but yeah no i still just enjoyed the why would you do that um yeah just like i said i feel his frustration i feel he just brought out some like i have some of the same frustrations so that's where i'm like yeah i, I connected a little bit but i could see why you might not you're calmer than i am <laughs> a, li a little bit <laughs> slightly uh but i also watched some, a bunch of internet stuff as i do a lot uh but the thing i the only things i ever bring up here is the hot ones i watch uh yes. so i watched hot ones with Kristen bell and then the one with idris elba i watched the Kristen bell one uh we started the stone cold steve austin episode today but mm. did not get to it yeah i didn't quite get to that one yet either but no i liked the Kristen bell one except she was tougher at it than i thought like she came in cocky and she was exactly at that level at the end and the i was like oh time. damn it <laughs> like she knew exactly her level and i was like okay but it also makes sense with her and dax they're just very competitive like that type of people and they do yeah. weird things like that so i was like okay but it was still i just i can listen to her be interviewed all the time and i think he's i think sean's getting better with the interviews like yes. i like the questions he asks in particular i know you had a like i'll agree still that his his presenting style sometimes has a little bit but he's learned a little bit better how to like how not to interrupt quite as weird how to have a better transition how to be a little more natural yes he's when he's interviewing so it in the yeah. most recent season than he had been for the first eight yeah and i think it helps that he's like i think he's maybe starting to get over his maybe celebrity you know like shock because yeah. he's had some big ones like I, so i could get like if i was sitting there across from some of these celebrities i i couldn't keep it together especially the pretty women i i start to get tongue-tied and i get stupid and i make dumb jokes and i get embarrassed and he he's far more composed than i would ever have been around like scarlett johansson especially yeah. when she has like her midriff show and i'm just like oh there that's it scott's done scott checks out she's very distracting for me that's Bye, all <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah and then idris elba coming in that one i loved because he came in very cocky and then admitted you know that he was wrong <laughs> but you know what i mean like he still made it through the whole thing that one was just enjoyable and again he's a guy who does so many different things so it's cool to like learn a little bit more about that with via uh their questions that they like that sean asks like i like the, the direction they go uh, with their variety of questions they're, they're the most interesting i find like i don't watch many of these online internet shows with where they ask questions like yeah. i don't particularly care sometimes about like celebrities like quick answers to stuff like i like them on podcasts so that we get a little more of a story out of it but yep. um but this one i thought was well i think it's good because it's almost in between the two right like it's it's not as quick as like a you know one of those quick internet or quick like news junkets that they do for like every movie uh, because it takes a little bit longer but it's not quite you know a full podcast like it is a half hour sometimes but yeah they're still fitting in having to eat stuff too so but yeah i thought he i really enjoyed the fact that like i said he came in very cocky and was willing to admit that you know it smacked him in the mouth at one point <laughs> definitely but yeah so that was a i watched those two <clears throat> i also watched uh a netflix thing that i was curious to check out it's called frankenstein's monsters monster frankenstein 
And I don't know if you've seen this on Netflix. This is a Netflix, a little Netflix original. It's 30 minutes long. It's David Harbour playing a couple different roles. And it's like a television play. Which, Interesting. I might have yes. to check that out. That sounds it like is, it might be a thing I would enjoy. I think you would actually really enjoy it because I sent the whole thing trying to be like, I don't know if this is like David Harbour's surreal, like real life telling about his father or if this is just a surreal made-up story that David Harbour decided to kind of base around his life in a sense. If that makes sense, you know what I mean? Because he's a character yep. in it, and his father is a character in it. But it's also very tough to tell whether this is a natural story that he's recreating or if it's just made out of nowhere. And I haven't looked to find out if it isn't or not because I wanted to talk about it with other people first and then find out. So you should definitely check it out though. It's really, it's only half an hour. So it's just a quick go through and it's David Harbour. Just like it's the, the film quality is intentionally shot, like to make it look like less, like lower quality because it's meant to look like it was shot in the seventies. Cause yeah. he's pretending to be his dad th- during certain things, filming a, a television play during that time. So it's just kind of interesting to see and just kind of, it's just kind of, I just liked it. It's just really kind of out there. And it just like made me kind of be like, David Harbour, I want to learn more about you as a person. <laughs> you just seem interesting if you came up with this on your own or decide you just wanted to do this because you were bored in between shoots at Stranger Things. Because <laughs> I guarantee that's when this was filmed, either before, after, or during Stranger Things, like the most recent season being filmed. He's probably on the set and they're just like, okay, we'll go set up this other place. So, But yeah, no, that was really, it was, yeah. It was interesting. You should check it out. <laughs> I will do that. Uh, but yeah, then the last thing I have written down that I watched was I watched the Legion series finale. I won't talk about this too much because I know you've never watched any Legion, I right? I couldn't even tell you what it's about, to be honest with you. I know you guys <laughs> talk about it every week, and I still don't know. This one, this is funny. So this show just wrapped up. I'm just going to give you a quick little summary. It's just about, it's about an X-Men character. Okay. So it's superheroes in a sense, but it's about a character who has both uh, psychic abilities that can literally do anything like he can warp reality but he also has schizophrenia like he has split personalities and the two of those things kind of intermixing like it's just really interesting so you start off the show the beginning of the sh- series he's um in a uh, ho- mental hospital you know because he believes he's just mentally ill and then some of the in a no best way to put it some x-men not like the ones we know from the movies but some future x-men in a sense save him tell him he's actually a mutant and that you know he has special abilities he's not crazy and that was the first season and then by the end of the first season he learns that he's he's both he's he's you know so that's why i really like this show because it's super weird it's about this like you never know what's reality and what's not especially in the first few seasons Mm -hmm. Uh, and it just wrapped up so we've got all three seasons done total of 27 episodes for the whole series so but it wrapped up just like i think how every three season series should always kind of wrap up with this kind of nice little nice nice bow but also a slightly open end where it's like you can imagine something happening from there so i just thought it was really well done and it was unexpected like that's another thing like a lot of them so most of the time it's a little too predictable the way they end a show especially when you know they're going to be ending a show you're a little bit like yeah, okay i can see them tying all these things up but they did it in this way where i was like oh okay that's interesting all right okay, that, huh. so but yeah i really enjoyed it uh andrew has never been able to get into it he said because it's a little too out there so 
I don't know if you'd like it or not either because it is very very out there but I just I really enjoyed it because it was always meant to be this short three season series and I thought they just did a great job with like keeping me intrigued and giving me exactly what I wanted from it and they throw in dance scenes and different uh, song numbers every once in a while in the show so like the last episode had uh, the one character doing like a duet with his mom I didn't recognize the song you probably would have maybe but like there's a bunch of different things like that because it's about all about these people with telepathic abilities so they're not doing like superhero fights where they're like big blasts and stuff like that they have these like metaphoric mind battles in a sense so like one time they like like I told you about uh, Gerard uh, Clemens, right? No, wrong guy. Uh, oh, <laughs> the guy from Fly the Concords. What do I always forget um, his name? Jermaine. Jermaine Clement. Okay, it is Clemens. Okay, I wasn't sure. Uh, so yeah, him. Like when I talked about him and uh, what's his name doing the rap battle a couple weeks ago, right? Like yeah, weird things like that. They interlace through the show because they use that as a metaphor for mind battles in a sense because when two telepaths are fighting each other there's nothing really happening except their minds are doing like a wrestling match in a sense so they do different you know metaphors and analogies for that and that's one of my favorite things about the show is seeing those different ways like sometimes it's a dance battle sometimes it's a sing-off sometimes it's you know sometimes they're literally wrestling in a ring and then you know what i mean they have a beer at some points like just sitting at a table so it's just really random but that's why i liked it and like i said it wrapped up and i really enjoyed it so yeah that's all i watched this week that's good that was pretty easy yes it was yes so. it was we have come to another weird ending. Yes, we're so uh, bad at these. We never episode. get these prepared. <laughs> no. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> well, come back next week, everybody, for yeah. another one of these slap together episodes that we yeah. do. Yeah. Maybe we'll all be here. Probably not, since I'm not. Yeah, Craig won't be here for the next two weeks, but, you know, we'll yeah. see. It's whatever. Thanks, Kip, for joining us, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.